Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 149, The Human Key to Static ADAS Calibration Accuracy. Uh, again, just to remind you what ADAS stands for, which is uh, Automatic Driver Assistance Systems. So we're talking about this is going into <clears throat> eventually what will be what's considered autonomous or driverless cars. So you may have noticed if you're following along with different episodes that I've been doing a number of different uh, ADAS type subject titles and varying um, on varying parts of ADAS systems. Um, this particular one is going to talk about really the importance of who's actually doing the calibration and the fact that their mindset has to be where they are very keen on following step-by-step uh, -step directions exactly to the letter, okay? Um, so it's just, it's talking about the type of person who should be doing ADAS calibrations and who you're looking for to do them on your car, Okay. Uh, this is, I am going to be reading from an article. Uh, this is from a, um, a trade magazine that I get called Vehicle Pro. It is a, you know, it's designed, the article is written for professional technicians, but it's not really that technical, okay? Um, it's really talking about, again, it's helping to describe the type of person that should be doing ADAS calibrations. So it's from a magazine called Vehicle Pro. The author on it is Chris Chesney, Okay. Um, I did a couple, or I did, I've done some ADAS uh, podcasts in the past, and I had referenced these same ones that you may want to check out. Um, one is just a couple of podcasts ago, which is episode 147, which is Who's at Fault When an Autonomous Vehicle Crashes? Another one was episode 131, which is about ADAS calibrations. That's what's actually done during a calibration uh, uh, run, Okay. Um, and again, this episode is about the human or technician side of the process. So uh, a couple quick commercials before we get started. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. I'm also on LinkedIn under Brad Kyle's Motorworks. Okay. And um, for that matter, if you want to check out the main uh, distributor of this podcast, which is podbean.com, uh, do a search on there for Brad Kyle's Motorworks podcast. And you'll come to, obviously, the homepage of this podcast. Upper right-hand corner, it says Become a Patron. And if you want to, you know, donate or subscribe to uh, the podcast, uh, and I'll tell you about some, some advantages that gets you here in just a second. Um, I'm asking for $5 a month. You can do less. You can do more. It can be ongoing, or you can do it one time, and that's it. Uh, it's up to you. Uh, the advantage of, of paying for the subscription, though, is there's about 12 to 15 podcasts that I've uh, made available only to people who subscribe okay and I picked these particular podcasts because if you apply the information that I provide in those podcasts into your automotive ownership life um, I know there's no doubt you could save thousands if not maybe even tens of thousands of dollars on either car repairs or you know whether you should be buying an extended service contract so on and so forth so there's definitely some money savings there as well as maybe reducing whatever frustration level you might have about car ownership. So 
Uh, I've made those available again only by subscription. And like I say, there's about 12 to 15 uh, podcasts total uh, on that list. So if you can, you can find that there under Become a Patron and uh, subscribe to it. And I would really appreciate it. So here we go. The human key to static ADAS calibration accuracy. Lives are at stake, and as a result, anyone servicing and or calibrating these technologies must be trained and disciplined in their approach. Uh, We're going to learn about incorrect target placement will hinder the calibration process. Uh, Radars, cameras, LIDAR, and ultrasonic sonar prevent pedestrian collisions. And attention to detail is more important than experience regarding ADAS calibration. Advanced Driver Assistance Systems, or ADAS, have become to dominate the conversation in the automotive service industry over the last few years. You can't read an article or advertisement that doesn't refer to ADAS in some context. The amusing thing about ADAS is that the acronym does not originate from a standard set by authority like the EPA or Society of Automotive Engineers, but is simply a marketing term that wraps all the new safety technologies being deployed by the OEMs into an easy-to-say term. As a 50-year veteran of the automotive mechanical space, I like to compare ADAS to OBD or onboard diagnostics. OBD was standardized by SAE and CARB, which is California Air Resources Board, in the early 1990s, meaning there were rules set for how it should work and how technicians would engage with OBD. ADAS, on the other hand, does not contain a simple foundation standard. It contains a multitude of technologies that are designed to protect the motorist, pedestrians, and other vehicles and motorists around it. Each of these technologies, such as automated emergency braking, rear cross-traffic, or lane keep assist, may have standards laid out by entities such as the HHS, which is the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. I'm sorry, that's IIHS. Apologize. Insurance Institute for Highway Safety with the goal of creating technology that prevents vehicles from running into other vehicles and, maybe more importantly, from vehicles running into pedestrians. As automotive service professionals, when we service these technologies and calibrate them as instructed, we need to keep in mind this human aspect. We are not only dealing with a vehicle equipped with technology that might hit another vehicle if we don't do our job correctly, But the same vehicle technology is also designed to prevent the vehicle from hitting people walking across the street or a child darting out from between cars chasing a ball. In other words, lives are at stake and as a result, anyone servicing and or calibrating these technologies must be trained and disciplined in their approach. There are four primary technologies used to avoid colliding with pedestrians. Radar, cameras, LIDAR, and ultrasonic sonar. Every collision center and most mechanical centers touch parts of the vehicle that contain these sensors every day. Depending on the, on the service information provided by the OEM, you, must, you most likely need to calibrate the ADAS sensors after service. Need of calibration. Of course, many of you are already doing this, so it's no big deal, right? Well, the truth is, is there are a large percent of it percentage of ADAS sensors that are leaving your facilities every day in need of calibration. Some are ignored due to ignorance or because no one read the service information, while some are calibrated using substandard tooling or methods. 
For static calibrations, it is very common to see a technician struggling with the calibration of a forward-facing camera or radar because the target is not placed in the exact right position relative to the center line and front edge of the vehicle. The technician gets frustrated and resorts to moving the target slightly until the calibration completes. Or the shop uses inappropriately sized camera targets coupled with a modified placement position to compensate. Yet, if it's calibrated with the right target position at the right spot, the system is found to need adjustment. When it comes to static calibrations, where a physical target must be placed in a spot relative to the vehicle, close in is not good enough. Exact is the only acceptable placement option. This article isn't going to focus on the supplier of the target or tooling. We are assuming it is OEM or OEM equivalent. Today, we are concerned about who is doing the calibration. Calibrations require a disciplined tech who will read and follow technical information. Earlier, I mentioned those performing calibrations must be trained and disciplined. That does not mean the ideal candidate is your most experienced technician. The most critical characteristics of a great ADAS calibration technician are discipline and the ability to read and follow technical information. Let's start with reading and following technical information. The biggest downfall of most technicians who have any kind of experience in the industry at all is the discipline to read and follow technical information. They may have read, they may have read the information once and followed it closely, but with ADAS, the steps and specifications can change overnight. They can't assume the last Camry calibrates the same as the Camry in their calibration bay. Technical information is constantly being updated. ADAS processes are changing all the time with every manufacturer. Remember, ADAS is not a standard but a compilation of technologies being used in the name of safety. Standards are vetted prior to release. Many ADAS technologies are not and are deployed before the OEM fully understands how they will react or fail in the field. As the OEM learns about their systems, they update the information. So, discipline to read and follow directions on every vehicle is critical. Not skipping any part of the information is important. You can't skip over the floor level requirements. An, uneven, an unlevel floor is probably the biggest sin made by shops who calibrate ADAS. Close is not level. If your house foundation was not was set at the same level as your shop floor, would you have bought that house? Level is as level as measured with a level. At the end of the day, how do we manage these issues profitably? Choosing the right person with the discipline to read and follow instructions is step one. Next, provide a space that meets the requirements set forth in the service information from the OEMs whose vehicles you service. Then, charge appropriately. <clears throat> Excuse me. Finally, technology is available to help solve many of these issues by providing equipment that guides the technician exactly where to place a target and documents that placement relative to the vehicle. That equipment can also create a virtual level floor relative to the vehicle, making it possible to compensate for your shop's sloping floor. Finally, training that right person investing in their skills so they are aware of the changes and therefore seek to research the right, serv right service information will ensure that the vehicles leaving your facility will perform as they were intended. 
ADAS is comprised of some amazing technology that saves lives every day, and because of that, it's not going away anytime soon. It is important to realize that our industry has changed forever, and we must adapt with it. We can no longer afford to do it the way we've always done it. The risk is too high not to do it the right way. Okay. So what they're trying to make clear there is obviously someone, a technician who's doing this is someone who is uh, disciplined. They're obviously incredibly uh, attention to, you know, have attention to detail type of uh, thought processes. And like you said, uh, it's, you know, it, when you're doing the same process or what you think is the same process over and over again, even though it's on a different car, but it's the same kind of car, you, you kind of get the mindset where you don't have to look up the procedures anymore. And that would be true of most mechanical repairs and things like that. But ADAS is a whole different animal, okay? Um, so like he's saying, you literally, before you start any ADAS static calibration run, um, you want to look up what is the latest factory repair procedures and, you know, and static calibration procedures for this car because they definitely can change. And, you know, what you did today may not be the same thing as what you do tomorrow or what's done for you is in the case of where you're the owner of the car, obviously. So <clears throat> it's just it's something to be it's questions to be asking the shop owner or the manager before these different ADAS calibrations are going on. You could ask them things like, you know, do you guys research the procedure before you start on every car? Um, do and and. Uh, you know what kind of information system are you using? Are you do you have a subscription that goes directly to the manufacturer, or are you using one of the outside aftermarket ones? There's a number of them out there, and they're all very good systems as far as as far as the information they provide. Um, the preferred way would be for them to go right directly to the factory website in regards to service and repair information, because that way it's going to be the literally the most current. Um, the downside with some of these aftermarket ones is it could be potentially several days would be the shortest, I would imagine, to maybe even several weeks to maybe even a month or two before a change is made in, at the factory level. And that paperwork is then, you know, put out there to the public and the aftermarket information system finally picks up on it and literally changes the page, you know, to show a different, let's say, you know, technical operation or whatever. Whereas the factory, um, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be pretty immediate, okay? So, again, that's something you can gauge your shop by where do they get their information from and is their ADAS person uh, looking stuff up every day to make sure that even though what they did, you know, again, uh, half a day ago is different from the way they do it now. So, something to check into. Um, hopefully you got something from this, but... Obviously, ADAS systems are, you know, the latest, greatest. There's a huge amount of technology there. They're, they're very powerful. Uh, obviously, the idea is to protect people and human lives. But obviously, it's very, very important that these systems are properly aligned and, and targeted because that's all the car has to go by as far as, you know, where is something in space because otherwise it has no idea, okay? It doesn't know where you are. So uh, food for thought. Anyway, I hope you got something out of this one. I hope it was, uh, uh, you know, gave you some information and got you thinking about uh, how important it is to find the right people to work on your car. So, uh, so. anyway, 
Appreciate your time. Appreciate you listening. I uh, hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.